Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Society Podcast with me, Selma, and Maria. This has been a very requested episode, and it's finally here. Today, we've moved our podcast studio outside. And last episode, we talked about multicultural societies, but today we're going to talk about something completely different. Our sports. I can start by asking you, Maria, what is your sport? I do cross-country skiing, or Nordic skiing, as you also can call it. This is a type of skiing where the skiers rely on their own locomotion to move across snow-covered terrain, rather than using ski lifts or any other type of assistance. But you can also do Nordic skiing in the summer, when there's no snow outside. Then we do roller skiing. Nice ski for my local ski team, Atsovak Sjekrum. And my team is actually the oldest ski team in the world, that is not part of another sports team. Like the oldest team only doing skiing. This year my team is 140 years old, so that's a little fun fact. But enough about skiing, tell me more about your sport, Selma. Thank you, Maria. It was really nice hearing about your sport. So I am a cheerleader, and next season will be my 12th season each year. I'm currently on NRC Tigers Senior All Girl Elite, and I've been competing for NRC Tigers since the start of my cheer career. Cheerleading is a sport many are familiar with, however, they are not familiar with what the sport consists of. Cheer is a sport that contains combinations of different components such as tumbling, dance, jumps, cheers and stunting. The stereotype for cheerleading is that you are on the sidelines of a football or basketball game and you yell out the team you're cheering for. This is where people are wrong because competitive cheerleading is very different from sideline cheerleading. Cheerleading do sound like a difficult sport. Yes, it is. I think I will stick with my usual skiing. <laughs> so Maria, why did you choose to do such a weird sport as cross-country skiing? <laughs> well, I've always enjoyed being outside, especially in the winter, so skiing naturally became a part of my life from an early age. And as long as I can remember, my family and I have gone skiing in the weekends and the holidays. And I've not always found skiing the most fun, because it do be very exhausting. But as I grew older, I started to enjoy skiing more and more, and today I love it. <laughs> Sounds really nice. When I grew up, I did not hear about anyone attending cheerleading. So what made you choose it? Why do you do cheer? So I do cheer because I like the aspect of being able to do so much in one sport. A cheer routine consists of standing tumbling, running tumbling, jumps, stunting, pyramids and a lot of motions. Cheating consists of so much and it is including for everyone. You can be strong and a great stunter but not be so good in tumbling. Or you could be a great tumbler but a weak stunter. Regardless of your skill in every aspect, you fill each other out, and this is what is so great about cheer. I also really like to be a part of a team and accomplish big things together. Cheer do sounds like a lovely sport. It is. Sorry guys, we're having some trouble. We're in the middle of a construction site and a train station. That's all the noise you can hear in the background. Yes. Okay. So, back to you, Maria. How did you get into cross-country skiing? As I already have mentioned, skiing has been a big part of my childhood, and obviously still is. Even though I've gone skiing with my family a lot, I did not start attending practice before I was in third grade. And to be honest, I did not like it. At the time, I was also playing handball, dancing, and going to an art class, and these were things I found much more fun. So I made an agreement with myself. I was going to quit skiing when I had learned to ski, pro- ski properly. Mm. And as I became better, I started to enjoy it even more. And on my way towards becoming a better skier, I quit one after one on the other activities I was attending. Mm. But I did play handball up until last year. Okay. Then I had to quit because of one. Mm. So this was my sports career. Can you tell us something about your sports career, Selma? 
Yes, so when I was a kid, I was very active. I tried out several different sports, such as gymnastics, swimming, football, handball, and climbing. But I didn't really like any of them. And both my mom and my dad were handball players when they were young, so I had a big push towards becoming a handball player, but I didn't like it at all. My first meeting with cheerleading was back in 2010 when I was six years old, uh, and it was at a soccer tournament called Norway Cup. I was watching my cousin play when I saw cheerleaders from MRC Tigers cheering on the sidelines. They picked me up and lifted me, and I thought it was super fun. Later, we realized that Tigers had their training facility just five minutes uh, by my house. My mom signed me up for the 2010 season, and I've never left since. I started on a team named Tiger Cups, which, which was for the smallest children. And throughout six years, I was on six different peewee teams. Throughout these years, I learned so much about tumbling, stunting, and coming to practice was the highlight of my week. After peewee, which are teams where you do not compete, you go on to a competing junior team. I tried out for the junior elite team and made it. And I was on junior all-girl elite for four seasons from 2016 to 2020. During that time, I competed in three national championships and three European championships. I also made the national team in cheerleading in 2019 and was supposed to travel to Florida for the world championship in April 2020, but it was cancelled due to Corona. After four seasons on a junior team, I aged out and I tried on and I tried out for a senior elite team. I made the senior all-girl elite team, which is the team I'm currently on. This season, there's not been any competitions due to this stupid virus, so I've not gotten to compete since November 2019. We did not either have any competitions, or in fact, we had one race during the season, which did not go very well, but that's another story. But the worst part uh, was that they said before every race that it was going to happen, mm-hmm. and then they cancelled it just a couple of days prior. Yes, that really sucks. Yes, it does. It's really annoying. Yes. So, uh, we know that uh, Maria has had a long story with skiing, and she truly has a passion for it. Uh, but Maria, what is your favourite part of skiing? My favorite part of skiing, that's a tough question to answer because it's a lot of things. But I love attending practice and that fun with my friends. But I also love the feeling of finishing a race and know that it went well. Which does not happen after every race, but when it does, it's a lovely feeling. <laughs> I guess choosing what is your favorite part of your sport is a tough one too. But I still think you should try. Yes, so uh, probably my favorite part of cheerleading is the teamwork uh, and everyone being able to work hard towards a goal. When I'm on a team, they become like a family and being able to work hard along with each other while we have fun is a really good combination. I also love to perform and show everyone what cheerleading really is. So since we haven't gotten to compete as much this year as previous years, I think we should take a trip down memory lane and look at some of our best performances in the past. So Maria, what has been your biggest performance of your career so far? Well, the biggest performance of my career must be Hovudlandsvene 2019, which is the national championship for 15 to 16 year olds. The first race of the competition was a 5k skate in a very tough course. We started individual and I had one of the latest bids, so I knew that I had a lot of good times to compete against. And when I finished the race as number 12 out of around 200 girls, I was super happy and super tired. Mm -hmm. So this is probably the the most tired I've ever been. But the 12th place in HL was much, much better than I had ever thought of, knowing I'd just gotten back from an injury. So this is definitely the highlight of my career. Wow, that sounds great. It was. (laughs) 
So you mentioned that you have competed in both national and European championships several times. So I guess one of them must have been the biggest performance of your career. Um, yes, it was actually. So the biggest performance of my career uh, so far uh, was Nationals 2018, uh, when I won first and became a national champion with uh, my team Junior All-Girl Elite. And the division we compete in, which is Junior All-Girl Elite, is an incredibly, incredibly difficult division to com- compete in. And the scores are always really, really tight. And we worked super hard towards these nationals. Uh, we felt confident and we did an amazing routine. And we won as a team. And that is probably my favorite memory in my junior career as well. Wow, that sounds really fun. Yes, it was. So this was your favorite memory from cheerleading. But I want to know what has been the hardest part of your career. Yes, so I've had several injuries throughout the years and there was a time uh, when we were working towards Europeans 2018 and I was tumbling when I crashed into another girl and I fell straight on my back and therefore I wasn't able to compete my last competition before Europeans and I was watching from the sidelines and to watch from the sidelines while your team is competing is the worst feeling ever as a cheerleader because you're just watching and can't do anything uh, else. And my back still hurts to this day, and it was definitely a setback with my competition season. That sounds awful. I get your feeling from my days as a handball player. Yes, we're both in this together, Maria. So, what was the hardest part of your career? Well, the hardest part of my career is definitely the injury I got almost four years ago. I tear off my right hamstring, you know, the big muscle on the back of your of our ties. Mm. But the most funny part, or most embarrassing part of this injury is that it did not happen during skiing or something related to skiing. I was over at one of my friends' house and we were going to see who of us was able to do the splits. Oh God. And because I am the competitive person I am, mm-hmm. I went all in and simply tore off my hamstring <gasps> on the way. So the, this resulted in two months on crutches, six months of training as a physiotherapist who had to learn me how to walk again so that was very stupid and will haunt me forever (laughs) but after having this injury i came back stronger than ever and became a much more motivated skier and i also have some pain in my knees because of this and i will probably have it forever so we love injuries yes you probably should have warmed up before you did the split i definitely should have (laughs) so i've never done it since no (laughs) sadly we're getting towards the end of this episode Uh, But as a last fun activity, we wanted to explore what sport we would choose if we were to choose another sport. So Maria, if you wouldn't do cross-country skiing, what sport would you choose? So when I talked about my sports career, I said I played handball for for a really long time. Actually 10 years. So that would be the sports I would choose if I did not do skiing. Purely because I find team sports and winning as a team very fun. Kind of of ironic considering skiing is not a team sport. Mm But if I were to choose a sport I have never done before, I think tennis would be the winner. Yeah. I've tried it once and I really suck, but being good in tennis <laughs> is something I would like to accomplish one day. <laughs> so if I could choose another sport, I would probably choose swimming because it is the sport I did for the most years before I started cheerleading. Um, I love the pool, I love the water, I love to swim and I love to race, I'm really competitive. And it is definitely a sport I would be doing if I had not found chair. And my younger sister, who is 12 years old, she is also a swimmer. So I probably would have uh, been swimming with her. And yeah. But swimming is so exhausting. 
Yes, but it's fun to swim. No, I almost drown every time I try to swim. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> it's really tiring but uh, it's really fun and I love to pretend I'm a fish <laughs> so now at the end we're going to look forward we want to share with you our ambitions for the future of our careers why can't you start with your ambitions Selma? so uh, my ambition as a cheerleader is to represent Norway in the ICU world championship uh, to wear the letters Norway across my chest is something that I've always uh, been dreaming of ever since I started cheerleading. And hopefully the next time I get the opportunity, a stupid virus won't ruin it. <laughs> so well, what about you, Maria? Well, I want to become the best skier I could get and be a part of the national team and having mm -hmm. the chance to represent Norway in the Olympic Games or in the mm -hmm. World Championships. And this is a dream I work towards every day. And hopefully it will happen. Yes, I have faith in you. Thank you, I have faith in you too. <laughs> so thanks for listening to this episode. And we'll see you in another episode. Yes, okay, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> we know we just said goodbye, but we want to share some bloopers with you. Yes, have fun with these uh, wrong takes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> bye. Hey, and welcome back to another episode. Hey and welcome back to another episode of the Society Podcast with me, Selma and me, Maria. <laughs> Thank you, Maria. It was really nice hearing about your sport. So, I am a cheerleader and next season will be my 12th so <laughs> Thank you, Maria. Ah, no, 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 no. <laughs>